0: Good morning, it is 12.26am for me, so it is actually officially morning for me, and so I will also say good evening, or good afternoon for those who are in a different time zone. This is Kitty, and welcome to Just a Moment. As you can tell, it is, well as I mentioned, it is early, early, early morning, and obviously I am having a moment or needing just a moment. I'm so mad, frustrated. I planned on going live on Twitch, but then I forgot that I had started a podcast earlier, and I had recorded, and it was like 26, 27 minutes. Like, I was on a good roll with a good convo, talking about my day, and I got a call from my husband and so I paused it, you know, because you could stop it and then you can usually go back to it. I had a long combo with my husband. He got home, got distracted by the kids. Forgot about it. So I just went back to it because I was like, oh yeah, I have that podcast I need to finish. And it was really good, so I really want to finish it. I can't find it. It's not in my saved episodes. It's not in my library <laughs> so now it's gone um, and so I'm a little frustrated ooh I'm a little frustrated like cause that one was like good I was kinda like I said I was going about my day about how my I had a doctor's appointment today and it was like useful but not useful it was like useful but not like pointless at the same time And it's, like, infuriating. You know? Like, I don't know if you've ever had doctor's appointments that, like... You really didn't need, but you have to go to... Because, you know, you have a chronic illness or something. I don't know. Um. But, yeah. So, that was kind of, you know, my issue. I don't know. But... I'm still, like... I don't know. So... I have to have severe, like, major, not severe, major oral surgery, no, so, um, I know, I've, I think I've mentioned it, like, on one of my episodes, um, that I don't have teeth, and it's really embarrassing for me to talk about, like, I do have a hard time talking about me not having teeth, like, it's really embarrassing, I'm only 32, and it wasn't because of, like, on the street, drugs, or anything like that, um, I had, like, multiple things, Uh, my heart disease, uh, kind of comes in with having gum disease, like, periodontist and stuff like that, um, I also take a lot of medications, and I've had taken a lot of heart medications and stuff over the years, and that has caused damage, I won't lie, I have had some depression, you know, I, uh, had my second kid, and I was told I had six, seven months to live. So I think anybody would kind of be dealing with depression, and I know that was 12 years ago. But like I've been battling my heart disease like for 12 years. I think anybody would struggle with depression and have their bouts where they didn't, you know, take care of themselves. Like you know, it happens. Um And then of course, uh, both of my parents have. Um, their own like teeth and gum issues, so it was genetic. So I kind of had everything battling against me. So went to a dentist like in January of last year, or actually, it's actually December of 2020. And they were like, Well, we can fix everything, break your jaw, realign it, and then it's gonna cost five to ten thousand dollars to fix everything and but in 10 like 5 to 10 years something like that because of all the issues and the medication you have to take and you you'd have to repeat everything so it'd be another 5 to it'd be really expensive and then he was like the other option is to um get dentures you know and you pretty much be good it's cheaper and then you know 5 to 10 years it would just have to get for new dentures, which is, like I said, again, still cheaper, because it's only like 800 bottom, 800 bottom, $800, um, and, like, 5, 10 years, I'll have to get new ones, because, you know, your, your gum line recedes, as you know, you have dentures, it kind of gets pushed out, so, like, not a big deal, so, listening to the dentist, I went with them, they fucked me over, they made them too big, they won't correct situation they won't give us a refund because they're trying to blame me they're trying to say that no we never went in for a hard reline um so it's my fault like so they can't refund us the money which is ridiculous because like for the six months we like were waiting my healing process they never once mentioned a hard relining, I went in for a soft relining you think they would have said okay if this doesn't work you'll need to come back in for a hard relining something along that lines no when I went in for my soft relining after like fucking up my jaw as it was like because I kept having bone spurs like really really bad bone spurs from how he ripped out my teeth he literally just snapped them off um which was really bad in the first place. Like I literally hear every crack and break splintered and I could feel shards of my teeth like explode everywhere as he did it. And I feel bad for my husband because he literally sat there and watched all my teeth be yanked out. And like, so I feel bad for him because I just heard it and like felt it kind of. and, And I had gas. And stuff like that, but my husband watched it happen and he said it was pretty hard to watch. Um, but, anyways, so you think then they would have said something, or you think then when uh, I had all my teeth pulled, they sent me home with the dentures, and we already kind of questioned it then. I was like, This doesn't feel right, this is way too big, I cannot close my mouth. Like, at that rate, my mouth was really wide open because of them, and they were like, Oh, it's because of all the swelling, it'll go down once it go down, they'll fit better and then, like, we'll do some, you know, fixing up, of course, and if they don't fit right, we'll redo them, that was, like, the day they sent me home, they actually said that, my husband was there with me, so, um, we were, like, okay, so we gave it time, and again, like I said, I, as soon as I got home, they were, like, you have to leave your dentures in, but as soon as I got home, I had to take them out, because it hurt so fucking bad, um, so I got my So I took the dentures out and then like once a week I had to go back and then they had he like had to grind down my the bone spurs or pull them out or something. And then he would have to stitch it up so I didn't have to stitch it and he did that for like four times. So it was like once a week so I had to keep waiting for um, all that to heal before they could do the soft lining. So finally all that healed did the soft lining, and I literally was like, this still doesn't feel right, this is still very big, like, look, I cannot close my mouth, and when I do, I look like I'm holding marshmallows in my mouth. The dentist comes and looks, and he's like, yeah, and I was like, I literally looked at him, and I said, is this really supposed to be like this? I was like, this doesn't feel like, this doesn't look right, this this is not how it should be. And he kind of shrugged his shoulders, and he sometimes, it's like that, but give, give it six months, wait till your six months mark, and... Your swelling will go down. They'll fit better. That's it. That's it. I went home. My husband. I went home. My husband saw how I looked, and he was mad. He called. He bitched. He complained. Like, and they never mentioned the hardlining. He called the insurance, and even the insurance was like, if they're too big, they should either refund you or fix it. They were telling me they won't fix it until September because that was my six months mark. Um, but it would be another $800 to buy new dentures. And we're like, why should we buy new ones when we have new ones now that I can't even use? Like, I still have them. They're just sitting in the the, the case. Can't use them because they don't fit. They really don't fit now because my jawbone's all fucked up because I've gone a year without having my dentures to hold the jawbone in place properly. Um, so, yeah, they really screwed me over. But, um. Yeah, so, Dennis screwed me over, won't fix it. We can't afford to get me go to a new place because, you know, it's expensive. So, I've been stuck. And sadly, that crashed my health really bad because from like February to May, I dropped like 20 pounds, 25 pounds. And that mo- no, that might not seem a lot to most people, but when you're only 5'3 and you struggle to keep your weight up as it is, Like, I struggle with weight, I have a high metabolism, like, and shockingly, even though I have a bad heart, um, my body, I stay pretty skinny, you know, um, I don't have any water issues, really, um, with having my heart failure, so, you know, so with that, um, in May, I got really sick, I started having, um, chest pains and fast heart rate, like, it felt like I was having an anxiety attack, in my chest like that chest part of the anxiety attack but my mind was completely calm and I was just like so like something was up my heart was racing for no reason um I, I could be asleep and it would start doing it it would just randomly start beating like um so I went to the hospital um and and then while I was in the hospital I'm getting really really sick um I was like throwing up over and over again they had no clue why like why and they they wouldn't they were like we don't know why you're throwing up like they didn't do anything and sadly they found out i had liver uh, liver i had fluids backing up into my liver so i couldn't get fluids or anything and i was sewing everything up over and over like i was even dry heaving like i wouldn't even have anything and i'd dry heave like like every three four minutes like it was bad um and i did that for about 24 hours and then after that, I finally stopped, finally calmed down, um, and they were, like, uh, I, like, I, since I didn't have teeth, I couldn't eat properly, I was malnourished, I keep trying to say malnutrition for some reason, and I don't even know if that's a word, but I was mal, really severely malnourished, um, so, like, I was in the hospital eating, like, mashed potatoes and stuff, cause that's all I could eat, but I noticed something felt weird in my throat, like i kept trying to swallow but it felt like it was getting stuck like right under your um Adams like i don't know i think guys have that i don't know adam's apple area or or whatever like I, I i don't know but like the dip part like in my throat So, it was like right there and i felt like so i would eat like and as i was swallowing like it build up and i know this is really gross this is probably tmi but it would really build up till like it was coming back like it was already up like was stuck I could literally like feel it at the very top of my throat almost touching like it would build up like because it wouldn't go down quickly so it was getting stuck and I literally could just tighten my throat and it would come back up it was so gross um I would burp and well of course like it would come back up like it was really horrible and I was miserable and I kept complaining about it was like something is wrong with my esophagus something is wrong with my esophagus like and they wouldn't believe me like they seriously wouldn't believe me And my husband had to get pissed and my big sister had to get pissed. They were like, something's wrong. Like her food is getting stuck. Like she just has to tighten her throat and the call comes back up. Her food shouldn't be that close to being able to be squeezed back up. Um, And like I said, they kind of ignored it. It wasn't until they like, was like focused on my heart. They were like, okay, we've done everything for your heart. And I was like, in there like a week and a half. And I'm so mad because I missed my daughter's eighth birthday and it made me so sad, I was so sad and she was super sad because I missed her, her birthday party and it, it just shattered my heart because not only did she have to deal with her mom being really sick in the hospital but I missed her birthday party as well, so like that was hard Um. but uh, so trying to explain, sorry, like so, like, at the, finally, like, the last few days I was in the hospital, they finally, like, got, um, a GI doctor, and they did an, a, like, an x-ray, and I actually had, they ended up having to take me back for another x-ray, because I did the first one, but they used, like, fluid liquid, so when I swallowed it, it went straight down, it's like, of course, like, it's gonna go through the, whatever's going on, like, it, it went through, so it showed that there was, like, spaces to go through, but, um, even though it had space to go through, like I said, it, it didn't, so it didn't capture, they were like, oh, it's fine, nothing's happening, they couldn't even see that it was partially closed, like, or anything like that, so, and I was like, no, I was like, it, it's like putting stuff in mashed potatoes or anything that has more of, you know, thickness to it, it's getting stuck, and it takes hours to get down, and I had to beg them, like, bother and bother and bother, and like, actually, like, sent me back to my room for 24 hours, possibly even two days. I can't exactly remember because, like, so much was going on. But, um, you know, finally, like, they took me back again and they redid it and they used like a thick pudding, and they took the X-ray and there it is. But lo and behold, like, you could see it being thick, and then I went further down my esophagus where that spot I was staying like you could see it going down a tiny sliver. like it would it thinned out and then so you could tell it was getting stuck like it was not going anywhere like well, it was but it was slowly dripping down so I got stuck where a thing is so not only did I have teeth so I could barely eat like I had to eat mochi foods but now on top of it my esophagus was closing partially or not working partly so food would get stuck and then it would dribble down slowly so I would I would literally be hungry I would eat I would eat because I was starving and then um waiting for that to go down um like I said I was I was hungry so and then it'd finally go down and out of nowhere I'd be full And then I'd have to wait for that to all be processed and for me to be hungry again. And then I'd start it. And I went from May to, like, September with that. Actually, I've gone to May till now. Like, it's not as bad as it was, I don't think. Um, Or I've just learned to deal with it. Like, I don't notice it as much because it's just how my food cycle has been. But I I like strength. So, from February to May, I already dropped, like, 25 pounds. Um, So, in February to September, I went down to 98 pounds. From like 105 like 108 or something like that. So, that was... It was bad. Like, I... I, lost, went, I got severely tiny. And it was really bad. So, I had all that happen in May. I guess they put me on new heart medications. And that that's what started the uh, immobilization. Like, I was immobilized. Like, the medicine, the heart two heart medications, that have dropped my blood pressure. Which they didn't seem to worry even though I was already not able to eat properly. So, I wasn't able to get the food I needed. So, like, it really messed with me. So, I was already, I was immobilized. Couldn't move much. The only thing I could do was really, like said, pick my daughter up from the school. You know, and, and take her to school. So, time goes by. September comes. I'm still not able to move around the house much. Um, a week before everything happened, my husband went out of town for work. he comes back you know he he was on an airplane so he comes home and he felt he got jet lagging and he's like I, I'm tired I feel good I'm gonna go to bed I went to bed with him I'd been away from him for nine days so I was like okay I'll go to bed. I want to go bed with you too the next morning he was not doing well he has high fever like not feeling well fever shivering shaking all that stuff so we were like crap take a COVID test he had COVID Sadly, I had already slept in the bed overnight. So, but we still took precautions. I went downstairs. He stayed up. He stayed upstairs. You know, um, I slept on the couch for the few days. So, he got diagnosed Saturday with the test that he had COVID all week and I was fine. I didn't deal with anything. And then Monday comes and I am feeling a little under the weather and I'm kind of cold. Um... I go all day. Like, I take my daughter to school, like, she's fine. And then, when it was time to pick her up, though, I started getting really cold. I was shivering, like, I could not stop shaking. And I took my temperature, and it was up higher. So, the morning, and I took a COVID test that morning, but it was negative. So, um,. That morning, I had, like, a a hundred fever, but by the time I went and got my daughter, it was, like, at 101, so it slowly started rising, and, um, so I got home with my daughter, I told my kids, just go ahead and stay away from me, you know, I was probably getting COVID, um, and I asked them to get me blankets, so I had two blankets on me, and I was still shivering, I was freezing my ass off. So finally, I told my son, my oldest, who's 14, I was like, "Hey, can you go get my heating pad? I I need my heating pad." So I've got my heating pad plugged in, and I have that in between the two blankets, and I'm still cold. Like I'm freezing, I'm shivering, and now I have 101.5 fever. Asked my my son, one of my sons, I can't even remember at this point. I just was so miserable to get me another blanket, and this one was like a comforter, so I was still cold. So when I get a fourth one, I put the, the, I put the, uh, heating pad in between two, you know, and then two on top of it. Like, so it's two and then it, the heating pad and then two on top. I was shivering to death still. And when I checked it, I had 103.9 fever. So it spiked, it spiked really bad. So my husband was like, okay, this is getting really bad. You're shivering, you're moaning and groaning. You're in a lot of pain. I had severe body aches. Um, so he got a COVID test again. And I started to take it. And he was like, what are you doing? You're doing that wrong. And I was like, no, I'm not. You're supposed to swab in your nose three times. He's like, no, you're not. You're not supposed to do that. Um. So I was like, yeah, this one. And then I didn't know that the COVID test I took that morning was different than the COVID test he gave me. So that was the issue. So he was looking at the um, the instructions, and of course, that's when I went to cardiac arrest, um, I passed out, like, I just slowly, like, kind of blacked out, my head lulled to the side, and all of a sudden, like, after, literally, as my head hit the side, I, I shot back up, my body tensed up really bad, like, I was literally, I got shocked, my defibrillator went off, of course, called the ambulance, Rainer had my daughter, my eight-year-old daughter run, to uh amal's house who lucky it's our house the neighbors my parents house so he he was like go get Amal. Like so she raced as fast as you could to get my mom um and he got an ambulance sadly it happened again um i passed out with the uh, amts here so look i mean so they saw it so it wasn't like a oh well she's it's not that bad, no. They knew it was that bad. And I, like, almost had a 104 fever. So, they, um... I went into cardiac arrest again. Um... They would not... They got me on the stretcher. They would not cover me up. They were like, honey, we gotta get your temperature down. Your fever's high. It's really, really bad. We gotta get your temperature down. So... Um, I went all the way to the hospital without a blanket. You know, so that sucked. Um, but then, uh, you know, and then while I was there, like, um, you know, my husband called my big sister. He was like, hey, Katie's going to the hospital in the ambulance. And my big sister was like, I'm on my way. So my my sister went up there. My mom went up there. Um, sadly, my husband couldn't go because he had COVID still, um so that made so he that was you know so hard for him but he was able to stay back with our kids because i have four kids but three live with me um my oldest daughter uh comes and sees us on the weekend um sorry i needed a drink but um so she comes and hangs out with us he sees us on certain weekends and stuff like that um so three out of my four kids were here kind of witnessed it sadly, um, so my husband got to stay there, and, and, and comfort them, but, um, then my device went off again with my mom and sister there, and luck, we were lucky they didn't get shot, um, because you know, uh, they, uh, the the nurse was like, actually, they were like, be careful if you're touching her when that goes off, because you can get shocked sometimes, um, and it has happened to stuff, stop people's heart because it went off when it wasn't supposed to or you get shocked you know when you you know so luckily no one got shocked it was really hard because that was me dying like I went into cardiac arrest and luckily my defibrillator did its job like I'm really like this is one of the times I was really thankful I had it um because like I have a big bump you know on the left side of my chest and it hurts really bad like it's been really painful with all the weight I've lost and so, like the defibrillator, the defibrillator pacemaker like sticks out, like it's really bumped up on my chest. But, anyways, mm-hmm. so you know, they I'm in the in the hospital for two weeks. I can't eat. My esophagus is still closed. Um, it turns like turns out that COVID didn't COVID didn't cause it. It just I was already on that way because of weight loss and stuff. So just gave me a speed, you know, um, I can't think of the word, you know, like, a ticket where you get to, like, skip a whole bunch of stuff, it speeds up your, you know, what, you know, speeds up, so, like, I can't think of it, um, it speeds up, like, your waiting line, or whatever, so, like, it just fed me up to, like, my heart was gonna go down in two or three months, it's just, now, it was, like, covid we're going to do this now, not later, so, um, and they still, like, gave me a hard time about myself, because while I was in there, which really sucked, Uh uh-huh, um, and the worst part is, is I have the x-ray to show, like, something goes wrong, but anyways, and I'm still having the issue, so it's still been, like, difficult, but, um, so, pretty much, with me not having my teeth, and not having dentures, and stuff, not able to eat properly, not able to, um, take care of my body, which my body means my body can't take care of my heart, I didn't have enough vitamins, I was very malnourished, um, so I didn't have the magnesium my heart needed, like, I was very, very low on magnesium, my immune system dropped to, like, 1.7, um, white blood count, so it was, it was horrible, it was really, really, really horrible, um, and, uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much what happened with that. So, now my heart doctor is positive that, um, if, like, all my issues started with not having teeth, which, I mean, we're in agreement. Um, and he's like, well, we can't even work on your heart until you get dentures and you can start eating properly. Which, and I is that, too. So, I'm kind of just stuck right now. Um, going a year, I need, like I said, I need the severe oral surgery. I have the upper right side of my jaw bone is pushing now up like there's a big bump and that bump is pushing up against my cheekbone like and it feels like it's connected almost like it's like just one big area so um anyway so like we're like trying to figure things out I called the oral surgeon I'm needing to be admitted into the hospital now to be knocked out so they can do this procedure oral procedure and so I called the oral surgeon that he told me he wanted me to go to. And they were like, um, we won't touch you. Like, they were like, we can't touch you. And we don't do the procedures in the hospital. And I was like, well, my heart doctor knows, I guess, the heart doctor there. And he plans on writing a letter, you know. And they were like, well, we need a letter referral slash referral that's giving details of what's wrong with you what's needing to be done, you know, what, like, what it's expected of them, like, and if it's okay to, you know, do the work, so, yeah, so, luckily, I, and again, like I said, I, I went and saw him today, and I was able to tell him that, that was, like, it, he, like, he's, like, still, there's nothing we can do until you, you know, get your teeth fixed. so, like, I'm literally just kind of always, like, trying I'm not wasting away as much as I I would have. I went from 98 pounds and I'm about 113 now. So, I'm doing good on that. But now my mouth hurts so bad again. I'm back to the point I don't want to eat. So, I'm probably going to start losing weight again. So, it's just such a vicious cycle. It just sucks. It really, really sucks. Like, and I'm just, you know, I'm tired of it all. I want it fixed. Um... And now he's adding another doctor. Like, I'm needing to see, he's wanting me to see an electrophysiologist now. Which, they're the ones that did the ablations for me. And I've had seven ablations, which destroyed my heart. And turns out, I never needed them. I wasn't supposed, I wouldn't, should not have had them. And that's what makes me so fucking angry. Because in May, they, out of 12 years, I've been battling this for 12 years, okay. I've actually been having issues since I was 16. But, you know, it wasn't heart failure. But, um, my heart failure and heart, like, full arrhythmias and all that, I've been kind of battling. Well, I've had the arrhythmia since I was 16. The, um, the heart failure I've been battling since I was, um, 12 years ago. And they never thought to do a genetic testing. They never thought to do a genetic testing. And turns out I have two genetic mutations. One tells your heart that you know heart like it's heart it causes heart failure and the other one causes arrhythmias or multiple arrhythmias which I have multiple arrhythmias and I have heart failure I've gone into heart failure four freaking times now the other three I recovered which was great but they're not expecting a recovery now but yeah it's genetics and so now like it turned so it's pretty much those ablations never worked because what would happen is they do ablation and it work for 24 hours. And then all of a sudden, my heart would do start doing it again. It would have its own rhythm, its own beat. And I have a pacemaker. So my pacemaker is supposed to be pacing it. But it's fighting. It fights my pacemaker. So my pacemaker is not... I mean, my pacemaker's keeping it going. Because when they did the first ablation, they put me in fucking heart block. So, you know, made my... You know, um, and they... Potentially, they were like, we're going to need to put you in a heart block and you depend on your pacemaker or something like that. I can't remember because it was like, you know, 12 years ago. But, um... Yeah, so, um... But, so they'd do the ablations and it'd work. And then my heart would say, okay, hey, it's not working properly. Let's get you working properly. Because that was the way my blueprint, my DNA blueprint... Was made. It tells me, tells my heart that's what it was supposed to be doing. Because both of those technically got triggered. They they manifested because when I was younger, um, in doing a whole bunch of sports and stuff like that. I was healthy, like I never had the issue. And then out, out of nowhere I was sixteen started having chronic chest pains. And then that's when everything started. They were like, We refuse to diagnose you because you're sixteen and you're dealing your heart's acting like a sixty-year-old. Here's chronic we're just chronic chest pains, here's some payment. So that's pretty much how it went. And I mean I'm pretty sure anybody would be fucking frustrated because not only have i been battling this for 12 years and they screwed up my heart i am sicker than i ever would be because my sister has the same fucking issues but she's avoided the damn doctors or no avoided but she hasn't like done what they said she hasn't had any she doesn't take the heart medications she's healthier than me or i meant her heart is healthier than me she has all the same symptoms that i started out with you know at 16 so it's it's crazy um, so, she's getting genetic testing now done so they can figure out if she's got the gen, the, the mutations. And sadly, her kids have to be tested and so do mine. And we, we tested mine. Um, uh, my two youngest that came from, like, I, I, only birthed three. Like I said, my oldest daughter is my stepdaughter. I absolutely love her. Um, and, you know, so, three of my children could possibly have my genes. Well, my two youngest... Um, they have some mutations, but it's not like mine. It's still a lot confusing. But sadly, my oldest has the two mutations, but they're not manifested. So he has no heart issues. But they did a stress test. It turned out like when his heart rate gets up, there's a little bit of a strain, and they think that is how mine started, and that's how his could potentially start, if we don't do a preventative. See, if we had done a preventative for me, this would have never came to. So it kind of sucks. Like I. Recruiter, so now we're, but luckily we're gonna be able to protect my son. I was the experiment, obviously. We'll be able to, we know what to do with my son and stuff, so. But, um. But yeah, so that's pretty much like all that in a nutshell. And I have a lot more to my story, like, I was like. The, like surgeries I had the ablations like what happened during those I had a doc I coded during one of my ablations and the doctor told my husband that my blood pressure just dropped I literally woke up in the ICU I remembered something happening I remember waking up and passing out waking up and like there was like thousands of doctors around me and they were trying to get it like they kept telling me they were had to put this new needle in that was really long and thick because um something was happening and i remember asking the doctor i woke up and i was in a lot of pain and i was like am i am i dying and the doctor was like no you don't you stay awake katie you stay awake you stay awake um you know kitty like and it just really sucked um so i ended up passed out and i woke up in the icu and the nurse was like do you remember what happened i was like i kind of remember waking up and down and i was in a lot of pain and she i was like you know what happened and she was like you coded and me and my husband went, what? just like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, what? And my husband was like, no, the doctor said she just, her blood pressure dropped and she was fine. And the nurse was like, really? She was like, no, you coded. Dun, dun, dun. I mean, seriously, like, what the fuck? So, I have, you know, crazy stories. I literally had a doctor at 21. Tell me not to expect to live to my 30s yeah actually I think you first told me not to expect to live till I was like 25 or something like that um so yeah it's been fucked up um luckily like I said yeah we can hopefully prevent this from my, my child and hopefully I'm hoping by finally speaking out about it I can prevent this from happening to others because now like it's like check genetics check your genetics because obviously that plays a big part and it, it can play a big part if we had checked it, none of this would have ever happened. So it's just been really frustrating. Um, and like I said, my whole dentures things doesn't help. I still have no teeth. I still can't eat properly, meaning I'm still really sick. I eventually need to be on a heart transplant list, but we can't do anything until I get my dentures, and I can't afford it because the dentist doesn't want to pay us our money back, and they, or they don't want to fi- and they don't want to fix the problem. So I'm literally, like, suffering, I'm in so much pain, because not on top of it, I have, I have chronic chest pains, I have scoliosis in my upper and lower back, I have a pineal gland cyst in the center of my brain, um, I have hip and knee pains, um, I, I have really bad back pains, uh, so, and I, I deal with the, my, I deal with migraines, I have anxiety, I have, manic bipolar or bipolar manic episodes and um depression like who like who wouldn't who wouldn't have depression with all this so like I'm trying to be a mom to my four kids I'm trying to raise them I can't work I'm sick my husband's like trying to do everything he can to keep us afloat but it's really hard and that's kind of one of the reasons why I'm doing a podcast I'm also trying to do um going live on twitch gaming from my phone because my medication makes me immobilized like, it makes me really sick. Like, I feel like I'm dizzy and spinning all the time. Like, I'm on a graviton spinning and getting stuck to a wall. And then, all of a sudden, it stops. And my body's not moving, but my head still feels like it's spinning. And that's how it feels. My vision also blurs um, because of medication. So, like, it's just been so freaking hard. And I just, I don't know. It's just so, I'm, I've been trying so hard to keep it together. I don't want to break down crying. Because I've cried so much and I've lost so much family members. I've lost like over 15 family members within this past year. Not just from COVID, from just sickness altogether. And I really think it's because COVID fucks everybody's immune system. So everybody's dying from little sicknesses. And I don't know, it's just been so hard. I'm tired of being in pain. I'm starving. The worst part is is I love, 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 love food so much. I'm, I'm, I I'm. might be skinny, but I am a fat bitch at heart, no, I'm just kidding, no, well, I am, I love food, I love food, su- like, all foods, like, I want to, my goal, if I can make it, I want to travel around the United States, and hopefully, you know, out of the country, and to be able to try different foods from different cultures and stuff, um, and it's, like, kind of one of my dreams, like, you know, having a kid three weeks after I turned 18, I haven't gotten to explore. My, I was 17 through my whole 17, or, you know, 17 year, 17th year. Um, I was pregnant. I was in high school, which I did graduate with a baby. I had I was a senior with a baby and I made it. I graduated. Um, I even have six credits in college because um, back when my first husband, um, I started college because he was military. So I got a grant. Um, and I was able to get six credits in college Um, so but I had to drop out because with our son that I get pregnant with that's when my heart failed right after him having birth like literally two days after giving birth that is another story like I almost died then too because the hospital sent me home so it's just insane like I just going back and it really sucks because I've been you know S.A.'d I've been raped you know it's I've been abused, um, you know, and I'm very thankful for my husband now because he saved me from all of that, but it's just been so rough, and I just want to be fixed, <laughs> um, I've, so I, like, I am a big anime lover, and Sword Auto Online is one of my favorite animes, and I honestly, I've told my husband, like, if they ever make VR to where, um, you know, you can, upload yourself into the VR, most of all, it's like, I don't know, like, you, you, or you get trained, like, I would want to do that, because I would want to be healthy, so if there was a way for me to be, you know, upload into virtual reality, and be healthy, why wouldn't I, like, I would, I would love that, because I, I want to be healthy, I'm tired of being sick all the time, I'm tired of hurting, I'm hurting 24-7, and it's just, so frustrating if it wasn't one pain it's the other and like I said this bone is pushing up against my cheekbone it feels like one bone now from my jawbone to my cheekbone and it hurts really bad I don't want to eat so I'm starving and I just we can't afford to do anything especially if I had to be admitted to the hospital and put to sleep just for them to you know they're gonna have to like slice my gum open, pull them back re- to shape my jaw bones, like, get all the bumps and stuff, and, you know, separate them, it from my cheekbone, and all that, hopefully, they don't have to do work on my cheekbone, um, and, uh, yeah, like, I just, I don't know, like, my husband's doing everything he can, you know, like I said, I'm stuck on the couch sick, so I'm trying to stream stream on Twitch, you know, on my phone mobile because it doesn't require any energy other than, like, mental, you know, trying to get everything set up. But I'm able to, I found out how to go live on my phone to play games. I'm trying the podcast. And I'm also writing a book. Like, um, and as, like, I've, I've mentioned this stuff before. So, um, you know, and it also gives me something to do. Like, when you're stuck on the couch and you can't watch anime, you know, you can't order TV, and like, and I, like, the only thing I watch is anime. But my vision's blurred. And I feel sick and nauseous. So all I want to do is keep my eyes closed half the time, you know? So yeah, that's just, it's just so frustrating. So my appointment today, like was kind of pointless because only thing I really got to like that happened is I told my heart doctor that, um, what the oral surgeon needing and they still might not touch me because they, when I told them that it was going to need to be done in the hospital, they were like, we don't do this stuff in the hospital. So it's like, Oh, my gosh like, I don't know, I just don't know what to do, and I just, there's times I just get so tired, you know, it's exhausting, but, anyways, um, I don't know, so, that's kinda like a lot of my stuff, and like I said, um, there's still other stories, you know, that happened. Um, feel free to ask about them. If anything I've said has piqued your interest, feel free to leave a message and talk about it. Um, feel free on my other episodes to leave a message, um, about, you know, something about those. Uh, you know, if you have, um, your own, am I the asshole story or you know of a really good one or you know of a friend that's had one, you know, feel free to, you know, send that in and we can go over that as well. Um... Just kinda you know, it also gives like I said, this also gives me something to do while well, I'm stuck on the couch. So I'm happy to answer any questions as long as they are appropriate, of course. Um, and things like that. So but um yeah, uh my uh, nighttime meds are actually kicking in, so I'm starting to feel really out of it and sick. Um and I know they're gonna have to like make sure my um it's, it, they're gonna have to like I don't know make, I'm getting like really super tired so and I can't think cause I'm starting to get nauseous um but yeah so anyways so that's that was like what I was gonna talk about earlier today <laughs> and then turns out it didn't save so I was so frustrated and I, I, I still feel like that one was better than this one but still hope you enjoy hope you you know um can like I said think like I don't want you, I hope you don't relate, like, because I would hate to hear that someone's gone through, through anything, like, that's really rough, whether it's what I've gone through, or something similar, or something completely different, having a rough time is having a rough time, um, but, you know, again, like, me doing the podcast, and I also have a TikTok, like, I'm really hoping this gets, become makes people, I, I want to spread, spread awareness, I don't want this happening to people, I don't want it happening to my kid, and I don't want it happening to other people, so if the word gets out there, people can, like, doctors, people and doctors can be, like, let's do a genetic testing, let's see what's going on, you know what I mean, like, I, I'm not saying I want to be, like, an inspirational speaker, like, I, I would hope, like, maybe my words brought comfort to people, either not feeling alone, or, knowing i'm going through all this so they can do it too they're strong you know stuff like that um i just really feel it's time to tell my story i've been kind of hiding it for 12 years um i did kind of like four years ago i streamed on twitch and i kind of talked about it then but that never really went anywhere um but i'm starting again so maybe hopefully this time i can stick with it and i can and things like that but um anyways, I am falling asleep, uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and head out for the night, um, I hope you have a wonderful night, I hope you have a good day at work, I hope you have a good morning, whichever it is for you, um, I really do hope you have all three, and, uh, I hope you enjoyed our just a moment together, and, uh, I'll catch you later, I hope to hear some, um, feedback, or some messages from others, soon. Alright guys, I'll uh, see you later. Bye!